Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Good morning, rolling through the big show on the radio. Hello, this is Robert Goulet, and you're listening to the Pride of the Red States, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. Some enchanted morning, you may hear the big show. Where's my big bag? Who can't be topical? Breakfast ain't gonna burn itself. Ha! John Boy Billy, Tater, Randy, Jackie, <laughs> and about the glass. We're all here. Okay, Monday morning. Pillars, I guess, moving around the refrigerated area. He'll be here in a little bit. Hey, today I got something very special for you, you know. Been having these uh, deals when I went back and found a list and got all of our albums over the years. I said, wow, we had a. We did some stuff over the years. You put that together by yourself? <laughs> uh, so we're going through, and uh, this morning, uh, take our sixth album from 1993, Two for the Show. Yeah, yeah. we had just done One for the Money, I think, right before that. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> because last Monday, 
I was doing a big old Harry album, and then we released a four CD box set. I was going through there, but I realized, oh man, that was our first four albums, right? In the John Boy and Billy in a box. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we've already did those first four, then that. So set that aside. So moved on up to two for the show. All nice. Right. Y'all see how I'm working through our, our albums. See? From one to six, they're numerical order. That's right. <laughs> it seems like a lot of trouble, but okay. Yeah, but don't <laughs> yeah. worry. Me, me and Tater met uh, last Friday while oh, y'all... Oh, you had math class. We, went home. <laughs> we were mapping it out. You know yeah. how we do. We <laughs> like to map things we're, out. So. We're planners. So that's what we're going to do. All right, good. Okay, so that's what's happening. We'll get going with that at the bottom of the hour first. Let's tell you here another September day. We're cramming a bunch of national days in these days of September. The 26th today is National Situational Awareness Day. This is where you're just supposed to be aware of your environment. You know how we always say, be aware, you know, what's going on around you. Look, mm-hmm. Keep up. Safety deal. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, National Compliance Officer Day. I guess that's a like an HR deal, mm-hmm. big company. Yeah, I guess it could yeah, be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, today's National Shamu the Whale Day. All right, Shamu got his day. <laughs> National Pancake Day. National Family Day. National Dumpling Day. And National Johnny Appleseed Day. All right. You need to check that oh. Pancake Day. Sometimes some of the uh, restaurants uh, have deals on their pancakes. There you go. Mm. Look at you being helpful first yeah. thing. Good work, Eric all right, then. Well, we got three days in this we saved up. We'll get those out to you because that'll be our categories for outbursts when we get our week's worth of winning beginning. Let's wake up. Big Show's on the radio. Good morning. Big Show's on the radio. First prize pack today is a Happy Jack prize pack full of dog and cat products. Happy Jack celebrating 78 years of veterinary products for dogs, cats, and horses. Available at Better Farm and Hardware Stores, including Tractor Supply. Always ask for a Happy Jack Pearlwood. Click on the link when you go to the bigshow.com. Check it out and listen up and win it. Nate, uh, three dates in history. We've got our categories. Go back to 1820. Daniel Boone passed away on this date. He was 85 years old. This is weird, though. His favorite dish was baked sweet potatoes, and he ate too many and died of indigestion. So all of his adventures that we know about, and that's what got him at the end. Man, Man wrestled a bear, crazy, yeah, yeah. learned how to throw a tomahawk, mm-hmm. and then a sweet tater got him. Yep. Man, all right. Y'all be careful tater. out there. You must have ate a lot of those. <laughs> must have. All right, uh, 1969, the Brady Bunch debuted on ABC. The first episode was Mike and Carol's Wedding. Gave new meaning to ABC, America's Brady Channel. Because mm. that's not what it meant before. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and all this day. And you know what? what? They all died of sweet potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, 1994, Eastman Kodak sold Lysol, Mop and Glow, and Wet Ones to Britain's Rickett and Coleman for $1.55 billion in cash. Because they said, we're a camera company. What do we know about wet wipes? <laughs> so, <laughs> the British firm already on Easy Off, French's Woolite and Airwick. Mm. All right. Let's think about those kind of products. For that category, 1-800-BIG-SHOW. As you told Freeline, come on, we'll play Outburst next. <laughs>
Good morning. It's the Big Show on the radio for your Monday, September the 26th. Video today brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So you think you know how tides work. Well, got the real deal on this. This is so informative. Thought I knew about tides and stuff. Man, this is it's wild. At first, Johnny thought it was about detergent. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but now, man, check it out at thebigshow.com. You'll really get informed on this video today. It's Neil right? deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Get the Let's play Uppers. It's the game that anyone can win. John Boy and Billy give you prizes from the big prize bin. Let's go meet contestant number one. This should really be a lot of fun. When you're playing Uppers, have a hurry up and guess time. You'll have the best time. You'll have a big show time. Let's say hey to James. From Buffalo, South Carolina. We'll have a big showtime. James. Good morning, James. Morning. Hey, welcome. All right. I'm like, get up early in Buffalo, ready to go. Let's get you through these three categories. All right, you ready? Okay. Okay, let's do it then. All right, we think about Daniel Boone. Of course, this is our first one. Three things you bake. Ready? <laughs> oh, yes, bake. Because <laughs> of the whole indigestion thing took him out. All right, ready, go. Cake, potatoes, chicken. Bam! All right. Uh, I see they is. left that killed by a sweet potato out of the theme song on the TV show. <laughs> I know, man. That's a while. Yeah. All right, uh, here we go, James. Now, three shows about families. Ready, go. Brady Bunch, Modern Family, Cosby. All right, man. Good, good. Here we go for the win. We need three kitchen cleaning products. Ready, go. Clorox, Mop and Glow, Lysol. That's <laughs> a boy. That's the way I'd say it. A lot of sports to use them. James, you got the big old Happy Jack prize pack. We'll get it to you down Buffalo. Okay, let me give a shout out. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to shout out to my wife, Tanya. Yeah, okay. And that's about it? Yeah, that's about it. All right, buddy. All right, James. Work on some kids. Call us back. Okay. Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side. Break open our two for the show, double album release from 1993. Get the yucks going. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. Yes, it was 1993. 
one year after I got those two random autograph Atlanta Braves photos. I'm giving away for my wonderful thing of the week. Wow. Wonderful. Hello. Nice. Things all tied together. This yes. album from 93, two for the show. We decided to be a little informative on this album. Let's share our culture. And this is what we came up with. In The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy's aunt was named Auntie M. And we breathe air. Now put them together. M. Air. In redneck, that means a particular group of something. M. Air, some good-looking women. Hey, redneck is easy. And that's just one of the ways you can learn to speak redneck with a new Fake Your Way Through a Foreign Language series on audio cassette. Call 1-800-I'M-A-FAKE. That's 1-800-I'M-A-FAKE. And say what? Send me M. Air tapes, you some beach. <laughs> This is Big Show on the radio, rolling through you Monday morning. Here with lesson number two, how to speak redneck, coming up in minutes. Right now, action. Welcome to John Boy and Billy Playhouse. Today's episode, Fred Gets Lost. As our story opens, Fred Norbert's daughter Mabel is in front of her dad's condo at the Brushywood Senior Center on an agitated phone call with her husband. That's right. Dad's missing. I came to the condo. He's not here. I checked the cafeteria, the front desk. Yes, the hot yoga studio. He's not on the property anywhere. He's wandered away from the home. I guess I need to call the... Well, wait a minute. Wait. A police car just pulled up. And Dad's in the back seat. Okay. Let me talk to the cop and I'll, I'll call you back. Yeah, bye. Afternoon, ma'am. Do you know this fella? Yes. I've been looking all over for him. Dad, where were you? Just out getting a little fresh air. I uh, think your dad got a little confused. He flagged me down in front of the mini-mall down the street and said he was lost. Good thing he had his ID card with his address on it. Sorry, I was just staring at your mouth while you were talking. <laughs> yeah, me well, too. <laughs> thank you for bringing him back, sir. Yeah, thanks, Sonny. My pleasure, Mr. Nobutt. It's pronounced Norbert. <laughs> Take your pardon. Anyway, y'all, have a nice day. Dad, what in the world is up with you? Ah, cool your jets, Mabel. The weather was nice today. I felt like walking over to the mini mall, so I did. It's no big deal. No big deal? You've been to the mini mall dozens of times. It's right down the street. How could you not know how to get home? I did know how to get home. Then why did you flag down a policeman and say you were lost? Actually... I didn't get lost. I got tired of walking. Son of a... (laughs) We hope you've enjoyed John Boy and Billy Playhouse. You can button those top two buttons now. (laughs) Officer Purdy Mouth is gone. Tune in again next time when we hear the crusty old hot yoga instructor say... Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. Hello, Flimsy Primus here. And when I'm on this side of the pond, I get my daily dose of culture and edification every morning from these two delightful lads, John Boy and Billy, right here on the big show. You know, I hate to break it to you boys, but where I come from, you're all Yankees. 
Oh, oh, well, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Shows on the radio. Looking into our 1993 double album release, two for the show. This morning, I'd like to just remind y'all, if you'd like to do advanced studies, all of these bits are in the John Bourne Billy Bit Box at thebigshow.com. Advanced studies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, hmm. Right now, let's just keep it on the elementary level, okay. if we could. <laughs> when you add two numbers together, you get what? A sum. And where do you go on vacation? To the beach. Now put them together. Some beach. In redneck, that means an unpleasant individual. He's a mean some beach. Hey, redneck is easy. And that's just one of the ways you can learn to speak redneck with a new Fake Your Way Through a Foreign Language series on audio cassette. In just 30 days, you can learn to speak redneck, Georgia cracker, trailer trash, and 30 other southern dialects the easy way. Call 1-800-I'm-a-fake. That's 1-800-I'm-a-fake. And say, what? Send me them tapes, you some beach. <laughs> Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, we play John Boy Jeopardy, and the winner gets a fishing cycles. Sounds like fishing is what I'm saying, because mm. it's fishing. <laughs> so it sounds like fishing because that's how you're saying it. Was well, F-I-S-S-I-O-N, fishing cycles. Mm. All right? It's, uh, they make premier electric bicycles at a budget-friendly price. These things are so cool, y'all. This is a very big trend all of a sudden. Yeah, man. It really is. So yeah. you uh, check it out when you go to thebigshow.com. Click on the Fishing Cycles banner or fishingcycles.com and see why others have gone fishing. Uh, uh, get it? Uh, all right. Good deal. All right. Well, hang on. We'll play in minutes. Uh, we are doing cuts off of our sixth album, the one is called Two for the Show. It was from 1993. Mad Max is on that bad boy. Here we go. John Boy and Billy. Yo. Mad Max here. What's up, Max? What's up? Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing it involves your head and your butt. Oh. <laughs> uh, stand by for a surprise, Fuzzy. What? I'm not particularly upset about anything today. Wow. That's right. Was well, last week I was getting my truck worked on. I was shooting the breeze with a guy in the service lounge and said he never heard of the big show until two weeks ago when he moved here. And that got me to thinking. Y'all there are so many places nowadays there might be other people like him. So today I'd like to officially introduce myself to anybody who just started listening to the big show. Think of this as part one of the Mad Max Manifesto. Uh-huh. Hi, my name is Mad Max. Hi, Max. I'm what they call a red state guy. Among other things, that means I like President George W. Bush. I think he's the right guy for the job right now. Is he packing his bags for the college bowl? No. Is he a good guy? Yes. See, I like a president who'll tell you what he stands for and not apologize for it. A guy like Reagan or Harry Truman, because smart ain't the most important thing to 
look for in a president. If it was, we'd just give everybody in America an IQ test, and the high score gets to run the country for the next four years. <laughs> the president be old Stephen Hawking or that Mormon guy that went 98-1 and on Jeopardy. <laughs> Let's look at American history. Who's generally regarded as the two smartest guys ever to be president? Woodrow Wilson and Jimmy Carter, two of the sorriest presidents ever. And who do they say is the dumbest guys to hold a job? Ronald Reagan and George W., two of the best. As the hip-hoppers say, run, tell, that. <laughs> what else can I tell you about me? Well, I'm a Christian. Now, granted, I'm a pretty dead gum sorry one a lot of the time. That's kind of what the whole thing's all about. See, God made us so he knows us. And he knows we're way too sorry to save ourselves. That's where Jesus came in to do it for us. And yes, being a Christian means I think our way is the right way. If I didn't think mine was the best, I'd look for something else. Oh, so you think only your group is going to get to heaven? Well, as Reverend Billy Ray says, I don't even think all of our bunch is going to make it. Because if I get in, it'll be by the skin of my teeth. Now, if heaven is a giant stadium, I'll be way up there in the nosebleed seat, sitting behind a big old iron post. And let me say a word or two to all the people who ain't Christians in this country. Y'all, this is America. You can be whatever you want to be. Jewish, Buddhist, Muslim, although I don't recommend that one nowadays. Or you can be nothing at all. In America, that's allowed. That's a thing we call freedom of religion. And please note that it ain't called freedom from religion. If I let you be who you are, don't try to keep me from being who I am. Don't act like your head's going to blow up. Somebody says, Merry Christmas to you at Christmas time. <laughs> hey, it's called life. You're going to get your feelings hurt every once in a while. <laughs> well, there's a lot more to tell, but I don't want to turn this into a four-hour seminar, so I'll save some stuff for next time. Uh, Till then, this is Mad Max saying, go Bush, praise the Lord, lighten up, and quit running my life. <laughs> Hey, you know something? That's the first time I've ever called, and the only butt I mentioned was John Boy. Uh, John Boy, you can go ahead and reinsert your head now. John Boy, y'all have a nice day. Right. Max Humor holds up over the years. Yeah. Right. Well, kind of. All right, well, let's play, let's play John Boy Jeopardy. During a well, uh, yeah, okay, Friday's question already lost out over the weekend, so here we go. We're jumping in here. During the autopsy following President Kennedy's assassination, mm. this body part was removed and eventually sent to the National Archives for storage. But three years later, it was either lost or stolen, and nobody knows where it is right now. Mm. Quick question. Is this a body part that Marilyn Monroe got a better look at than most people? <laughs> no. Okay, good. 1-800-BASE-SHOW, you told free line. Come on, we play John Boy Jeopardy next.
Good Monday morning. It's a big show on the radio. Video of the day brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So you think you know how tides work. Man, this is something. I'm going to be this old and never know exactly how tides work. Just to lay it out. How, how long is the video? It's just a couple of minutes in it, it right? It's three minutes long, but in okay. the first 15 seconds, your mind is blown. <laughs> that's like, it, wow. man. So that's the way tides work. We're going to see. We're seeing that neat tide, you know, forever. I thought, well, that's a kind of a low tide. It is kind of like that, but it's neat. <laughs> N-E-P. Well, no wonder I didn't know what yeah. it was. See, you're still learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all check it out to make a visit to thebigshow.com. And right now, let's play. Yes, live across America, it's John And now your host, a man who, when you get right down to it, barely knows how the ocean in general works. <laughs> He's John Boy. And thank you. Yeah, man, a little somebody told me somebody spilled a salt-making machine out in the middle of it and they couldn't turn it off because it was too deep. <laughs> oh, got it. All right, hey, well, let's back to real life. Stephen out of Knoxville, Tennessee, you're first up. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, John Boy. Stephen, during the autopsy following President Kennedy's assassination, this body part was removed Eventually sent to the National Archives for storage. Three years later, it was either lost or stolen. Nobody knows where it is. What's that body part, Stephen? Well, I would have to say, I think it would be his heart. His heart. All right. Show us JFK's heart. Nope. Oh, that's a good guess because it is a body part. Okay, Stephen, thanks for playing there, buddy. Thanks. I love you guys, John Boy and Billy and the gang. All right. Well, thank you. We appreciate you, buddy. You try again. Uh, let's go to Walt. He's down in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Good morning, Walt. Good morning. How are we doing? Hey, good. we are doing good. Good news for good, you. Good. Prize pack still up for grabs. You can tell us what body part was removed, eventually stolen, a JFK's. Uh, he's a pretty smart man. I'm gonna have to go with the brain. Ah, let's see. Is it the brain? Yes, it is. So it was removed and preserved for future study. This is what they said on that mm-hmm. on that deal, and transferred to a stainless steel container with a screw top lid. I don't know how somebody could just walk in there and unscrew the lid and and take it, but uh, 1966, uh, it had vanished. Some conspiracy theories. All right, wait, oh, I want to get to the conspiracy part. Always part of that with JFK. They believe some believe the brain was stolen because it held evidence supporting the grassy knoll theory. And I don't know how that because they because of the, the second shooter, the second and third shooters. Yeah, the damage to the brain yeah. could have supported that theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there was an FBI agent on the scene or witnessing the autopsy, you know, for legal purposes. Mm-hmm. And he says that the picture that they later showed of the brain from the autopsy uh-huh. is not Kennedy's Ooh, brain. He said the one I saw was very messed up. The one in that picture looks intact. How about that? Yeah. All right. 
I don't think we'll really ever know if we no. don't know by no. now. No, we? but they are releasing the. They were supposed to have released all of the records at the end of last year, but they said that they got behind because of the pandemic. And by the end of this year, 2022, mm. they should be releasing all of the records so that we can make our own assessments. Well, okay. All right, we're going to need that brain while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with well, Stephen in Knoxville, you got the Fish and Cycles prize pack coming your way, buddy, Grajo. Well, I appreciate this, Walt. Can I give a shout-out? Yes, you may. My beautiful wife, Kelly, and all the armed forces out there, appreciate it, keeping everybody safe. Well, all right, Stephen. Appreciate you, buddy. You hang on for Jackie. All right. Bottom of the hour, top of your news, right on the other side. Think about time capsule with this Monday morning. All hanging in for a laugh. This is the award-winning John Boy and Billy Big Show. The South's number one export. It is time for Oliver. Well, well, well. It seems you can't pick up a phone these days without having to push a button just to speak to someone in English. <laughs> if you've ever called an 800 number for tech support, you wind up trying to figure out what Gunga Din is telling you. <laughs> I wish everyone would just learn to speak English. And if you've ever read the Big Show Facebook page or listened to Wordy Word, you realize that's probably asking a lot. <laughs> in some cases, a whole lot. Perhaps the problem is we real Americans just take English for granted. We've been doing it for so long we've forgotten how daunting a task it might be for someone to learn to speak English. There's so many darn rules to follow, most of which just don't make any sense. A friend of mine found this on the internet and sent it to me. It was on the internet so you know it's true. <laughs> He's a French model. <laughs> You'll begin with a box, and the plural is boxes. But the plural of ox became oxen, not oxes. One fowl is a goose, but two are called geese. Yet the plural of moose should never be meese. You may find one lone mouse or a nestful of mice, yet the plural of house is houses, not heiss. If the plural of man is always called men, why shouldn't the plural of pan be called pen? If I spoke of a foot and show you my feet, if you gave me a boot, would a pair be called beat? If one is a tooth and a whole set of teeth, why shouldn't the plural of booth be called beef? <laughs> then one may be that and three would be those, yet the plural, yet had in the plural, would never be hose, and the plural of cat is cats, never coes. <laughs> we speak of a brother and also a brethren, but though we say mother, we never say metherin. 
than the masculine pronouns are he, his, and him. But imagine the feminine, she, shiz, and shim. <laughs> in all fairness, I have seen a few shim in my day. But you see what I mean. Let's face it, English is a crazy language. But if we explore its paradoxes, we find that, for example, quicksand is actually quite slow. Boxing rings are square, and a guinea pig is neither from Guinea or remotely related to a pig. And why is it writers right, but fingers don't fing? Think about it. You can make amends, but not one single amend. If you have a big box of odds and ends and throw all of them away except for one, what do you call that, brother? <laughs> if teachers taught, why don't preachers prot? <laughs> if a vegetarian eats vegetables, what does a humanitarian eat? <laughs> I knew Hanson would like that one, because it's possibly dirty. <laughs> In what other language do people recite at a play and play at a recital? We ship by truck and send cargo by ship. We have noses that run and feet that smell. We park in the driveway and drive on the parkway. And how in the world is a slim chance and a fat chance the same thing? <laughs> While wise men and wise guys are polar opposites. You have to marvel at the unique insanity of English, where your house can burn up as it burns down. And you fill in a form while filling it out and an alarm goes off by going on. And while I'm thinking of it, is if father is pop, how come mother's not mop? <laughs> Sometimes I think the folks who created this mess should be committed to an asylum for the verbally insane. Is it any wonder why Hopalong Hanson can barely hobla his way through wordy word? English, what a load of hooey. <laughs> Patronize me. <laughs> John Boy and Billy. You know, these accents aren't helping. Yeah, let's just use our real voices from now on. Yep. Morning radio done right. Monday morning, got the big show on the radio. Appreciate y'all kicking your work week off with us. Well, I hope we're just as spry 100 years old as our next guest. Please welcome back to the big show. I know. <laughs> Nerval T. Wheeler, pull up a chair, Nerve. Don't mind if I do, John boy. How y'all doing? <laughs> so far, so good, man. Well, uh, what brings you out and about this morning? I'm headed to my dentist. Ah, uh, sounds like fun. What's up? Well, I lost my dentures. Well, what's that in your mouth? Oh, these. That's my spire set. Hmm. I call them my substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> I only use these things in emergencies. They don't really fit worth a tinker's cuss. But what do you expect for a dollar? Well, you got dentures for a dollar? Yeah, yeah. I'm never going back to him, though. Oh, my friends found out about it. Started calling me Bucktooth. <laughs> <laughs> well, how on earth did you lose your dentures? Well... Have you got a minute? Yeah. <laughs> See, I went to this little shindig at the old folks' home there. 
I'm seeing this winter woman who lives there. Some big thinker thought it'd be a hoot to have the geezers bob for apples. Well, that's good. Clean, old-fashioned fun. Yeah, I guess. Well, when it come to my turn in the bucket, I stuck my head in there. And when I come up, I had me an apple. a boy. But somehow, I had a different set of teeth. What? I looked down in the wash tub there. It looked like the lost denture graveyard. <laughs> Everybody reached in, started trying on teeth and passing them around, and that was it for me. I spit them back in the wash tub and hit it for the door. Well, so you like your regular dentist? Oh, yeah. I, I've been going to him for a spell now. He used to be a veterinarian. Hey, that's kind of how we met. Adam had me a prize sheep who lost his teeth, couldn't mm-hmm. hardly eat. Doc came out and fitted him for some new teeth. False teeth on a sheep. Yeah. Called them lamb chops. <laughs> <laughs> well, I liked him right off. Well, you know, a lot of folks like dentures better than implants. Yeah, well, you know, neither one is cheap. Some folks are hard to part with a nickel. I, you know, I used to go to a local fast food joint with a pair of twin brothers I run with, Cleet and Lonnie Roy McNeil. They're kindly tight with a dollar. They would buy one of them little value meals there and share it, cut burger in half, and old Clee goes to eating, and Lonnie just sat there. I said, Lonnie, why aren't you eating? He said, I'm waiting for the dentures. Well, a nerve isn't hard to talk with them in. That's easier than talking with them out, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's different for everybody, you know. I, well, this preacher we had at our church, had to have all his teeth pulled. So back then, dentures, they's the only option. His first Sunday back, he could only preach for 10 minutes. Next week, he preached for 20. Third week, the boy preached for an hour and a half. Afterwards, I asked him for the story. He said, well, the first week, my gums were sore. The second week, my dentures was causing the pain. Third week, I accidentally got my wife's teeth. I couldn't shut up. <laughs> Man, that's brutal. Oh, you should have been there. Well, I got to mosey on here. I'm going to breakfast, and I got to leave in time to soak my teeth before the appointment. So, you know, just so you know, I'm grabbing me some of that free coffee as I'm going out the door. Well, you know to help yourself, and you come back and see us. All right. Keep your saddle old and your gun greased, and holler if you need me. Good morning, y'all. Big Show is on your radio. Hello, all you perky early risers. Here's just the thing to wake you up and get your blood pumping. The John, Boy, and Billy Big Show. Why, before you know it, you'll be bouncing off the walls just like me. Ooh, wah. Ooh, wah. See what I mean? Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. 
Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. Well, if you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Track your picks and play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code JBB for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code JBB only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For an up-to-date list of states, Visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Good morning, it's the Big Show on the radio, Monday, September the 26th. There, two for the show album, doing cuts off of from 1993. This is right when we started uh, syndication of the John Boy and Billy Radio Network. Wow. It was many years ago. How about that? Son of man, let's reach out to different masses of people. Well, they borrow and hardly answer. Yes, sir. Teach you how to talk right. Here you go. Roll that one. A single piece of paper is called a sheet. And if something isn't near, it's far. Now put them together. Sheet far. In redneck, that means I did not know that. (laughs) You two are cousins? Well, sheet far. Hey, redneck is easy. And that's just one of the ways you can learn to speak redneck with a new Fake Your Way Through a Foreign Language series on audio cassette. In just 30 days, you can learn to speak redneck, Georgia cracker, trailer trash, and 30 other southern dialects the easy way. And it's only $9.95. Call 1-800-I'm-A-Fake. That's 1-800-I'm-A-Fake. And say what? Only $9.95? Well, sheet far. Send me MR tapes. 
Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. Coming up, the easiest way for you to score a prize pack is Monday morning is a Happy Herd package. Happy Herd makes the highest quality attractants, minerals, and feed for deer, bear, and hogs in the hunting industry. If you're not using the Happy Herd nutrition system, you better hope your neighbors aren't either. Just go to BigShow.com, click on the Happy Herd link, enter code JBB at checkout, get you 10% off. Hang on, you win your sum in minutes. Right now, we're doing cuts from our sixth album, released in 1993. Oh, here's the classic contained on that LP. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Bartholomew, what are you doing back there? Huh? I'm not doing anything. I'm just rearranging these balloons back here. Bartholomew has a problem. He has a condition that affects one out of every 150 million Americans. You know, I used to think a big hit of helium would help me deal with my problems. Then I found out it was my problem. There is a place where people like Bartholomew can go to find the help they need. Gasaholics Anonymous. Hi, my name's Bartholomew. I'm a gasaholic. Hi, Gasaholics Anonymous, where those addicted to helium can go to beat the balloon. At first, I was just doing it for kicks, you know, a few laughs on the weekend. Then I found myself stopping by Balloons R Us every other day. Before you know it, I moved on to those big Mylar jobs, you know, the ones with the feet on them, man. And then one Thanksgiving, I, I blacked out at the Macy's Parade. I woke up sucking on Garfield's tail. You may be a gasaholic and not even know it. Look for these warning signs. Do you find yourself hanging out at kids' birthday parties? Do you go out of your way to visit drugstores and car dealerships? Do you linger in the floral department of grocery stores? Have you ever fantasized about working for a singing telegram service? If you need to inhale to be social, that's not social inhaling. Hey, it's not a problem. I could quit any time I feel like it. I, I could just put this down and, and never do it again if I want to. I, I just don't want to. Gasaholics Anonymous. We can help even those who don't know that they need help or something like that. See our ad in the white pages of your local telephone directory. I mean, I'm not the one with the problem. You're the one with the problem. And if you don't get help at Gasaholics Anonymous, please get help somewhere. <laughs> Based on all my experiences from 1993. All right, let's play the current events quiz. Bentley, what are we dealing with? Weirdest cheeseburger ever. All right, 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line across America. Take C, you will win. We play next. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio. We are kicking off your work week, Monday morning, September the 26th. Our video of the day brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So you think you know how tides work? Well, this explanation will blow your mind. And we're all for it. It's the truth. Check it out, thebigshow.com. You can also register to win my wonderful things of the week. See them, want them, win them at the big show. Touch them. Don't look away. 
<laughs> All right, Pimp Squad. Ready? Ready? Okay. Comb your hair and take a whiz. It's time for the current event quiz. Tasty. Let's say hey to Mark from Mount Vernon, Indiana. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Hey, buddy, welcome. Ah, boy, hard part's over. Listen to Bidlin' Win. Well, a burger shack in London created a special limited-time-only sandwich called, are you ready for this, the Human Burger. It was a very weird way to promote The Walking Dead on British TV. (laughs) No, the burger was not made from actual people. But if you're wondering, how do they know what human flesh tastes like? Well, the chef's looks for clues in the writings of famous cannibals throughout history to tweak the flavor properly. (laughs) So there's a fun job for a couple of weeks. The promotion generated so much buzz for the restaurant, they're said to be working on a line of celebrity burgers that supposedly taste like a bite of the rich and or famous. Among their recipes, A, the Madonna Material Grill Burger, B, the Richard Branson Billionaire Burger, or C, the Kim Kardashian Asperger Syndrome. <laughs> well, what you got, Mark? I'll take C on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Weird. Ah, the fuck. <laughs> uh, what do you say, Mark? First time. I, I say I'm first time oh, caller, long time listener. All right, buddy. Hey. You made the most of it, Mark. We'll get you a happy herd prize pack over Mount Vernon for you. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Keep up the good work, guys. I'm going to give a shout-out to all my friends and family around here. All right, Mark. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Bottom of the hour, top of your news. Cut from Hoyt off of our sixth album from 1993, right after this report. All right. show. Man, what a name of two for the big show back then. Yeah, I wasn't a sharp back in 93. I had a little off you. I was sick of you. All right, I'll <laughs> issue a recall. <laughs> it might cost us a little. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I'll do this track uh, featuring Hoyt. Mm, uh, hello. Hey, is this Hoyt? All my life. Want to find a <laughs> No, John Boyd and Billy here, Hoyter. We're good, man. We just wondered what you've been up to lately. We heard. Oh, just got back from Deborah's family reunion up in West Jefferson again. That's what we heard. Up there where the men are men and the women are men. <laughs> well, I gotta ask, how did it go? No, <laughs> Took forever to get to where we was going. Uh huh. Ended up at Delbert's Meemaw's house. Oh yeah. You know, not exactly on the Chamber of Commerce tour. <laughs> Pretty far out, huh? Oh man, we're so far back in the hills. The Presbyterians was handling snakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
walked in Meemaw's house and looked around at that crowd. I felt like calling Unsolved Mysteries and saying, Hey, I found uh, everybody. Everybody. That's a rough bunch up there, huh? You might say that. Yeah. Yeah, poor old Meemaw, deaf in one ear, can't hear out of the other. Uh-huh. Got this old crazy dog. It's half pit bull and half poodle. Ooh. Mm. Ain't much of a watchdog. But he's a vicious gossip. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Cousin Earl. Uh-huh. He only shows up at the family reunions because it's a good place to meet women. You know what I mean? Oh, no, man. Yeah. Uh, and Albert's Uncle Ernie. Uh-huh. He's a scary son of a guy. Uh-huh. Ernie got him a bumper sticker on a truck says, Guns don't kill people. I do. <laughs> oh, sounds like a weirdo weekend oh, for yeah. you. Uh-huh. On the way home, this was a nice capper. We had car trouble. Oh. And trust me, now... You don't want to have car trouble in West Jefferson over the weekend. <laughs> and they pushed it over to this feller's house. Deborah grew up with him. It's one of them fellers that sells cars out of his front yard. Oh, yeah. One of them shade tree fellers. <laughs> yeah. Deborah gets out, gets him out there and says, give me a rough estimate. Uh-huh. So the guy kicks Delbert in the groin and says, 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> rough estimate. I keep trying to get him to get rid of that car. Well, what well, what kind of car Delbert drive? A vet. A vet? Yeah, a Chevette. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly what you call your prestige nameplate. No. People keep pulling up to us at the red light and asking if we got any French's mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no muscle car, neither. Yeah. Right. Several years ago, me and Deborah drove through Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. These Amish farmers kept blowing past us saying, Get that piece of crap off the road! <laughs> Oh, he hadn't. No, huh. it ain't got no windshield wiper. <laughs> hey, listen, I gotta run here. You gonna see Cooper later on? Yeah, we probably will. Well, you tell him I said, duh. All right. I know what you mean. Right. Y'all keep him straight up there. September the 26th. All right, let's get this call. Good morning, Big Show. Jumbo and Billy. Yo. Mad Max here. Mad hey, Max, how's it going? Jumbo. Yo. What's my name? Mad Max. How long have I been calling in? Uh, it's about 40 years. Well, all that time, have I ever used the phrase, I'm too blessed to be stressed? <laughs> no. <laughs> then how you think it's going? <laughs> I'm mattered snot on a doorknob. Huh? Cracker Barrel's going woke. Y'all, please, 
Cracker Barrel is a lot of things, but woke ain't one of them. <laughs> this is a PR stunt to get their name in the paper. Yeah. Trust me, nobody's scanning the menu at Cracker Barrel thinking, yeah, this all looks good. I just wish they had a few healthier options. <laughs> and come on, how many orders of Impossible Sausage are they really going to sell? Two or three a month? <laughs> no need to get too worked up about that. This is one restaurant that's never going to make you switch to meatless meat. You know how I know? Because they got this thing on their sign that says, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> All right, on to headline number two. The chief operating officer of Beyond Meat has been suspended from his job after he got arrested at the Arkansas-Missouri State football game. So the company's chief's truck got bumped by another car in the parking deck. This led to a fist fight that ended when, and this is my favorite part, Beyond Meat guy bit off part of the other guy's nose. I like that so much, I'm going to say it again. The Beyond Meat guy bit off part of the other guy's nose. How about that? Despite what we've heard, Beyond Meat people do eat meat sometimes. I wonder if he got suspended for the got in a fight part or ate some real meat part. Well, I can't wait to watch this one on court TV. I can hear his lawyer now. Your Honor always said was, don't eat animals. We would argue that noses are okay if a guy cuts you off in traffic. Now, if Beyond Meathead ate a double bacon cheeseburger at the ball game like a normal person, his daily meat pyramid would have been properly balanced, and the whole ugly incident might not have happened. And that's a wrap for this edition of Sorry World Update. Till next time, this is Mad Max saying, be cool, stay in school, don't drink and drive, sit down, shut up, and quit ruining my life. John and Billy, y'all have a nice day. Good morning to Big Show's on the radio and more Big Show right around the corner. This is Buzz Nutley with a bulletin. Big Show news reporter live on the scene of a major disaster. I've never seen such carnage, and may I remind you that I was at the Great Donner Pass barbecue eating debacle of 1999. <laughs> this is much, much worse. It's a massacre of mammoth proportions. The tattered carcasses of other morning shows litter the battlefield. You're listening to the victors in this morning radio war. John Boy and Billy on the big show. Now can I turn in my expense receipts? <laughs> Show on the radio here this Monday morning. Yeah, getting in the final hour of the broadcast. Gonna play our first rounds of Wordy Word of the Week. Classic beer request. We got a Marvin Webster that was featured in our two for the show album, 1993. Yeah, with you. Another yeah, column, Hoyt, a classic. Hoyt and Delver still get requests for this to this day. 93, that was. 93 and 10, 13, 23. Nobody touch him. He's 20, doing math. 20, 19 years ago. 
Why does everything come out 19 years ago? Because you're doing the math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't matter. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see another hour to go. I'm going to play wordy word. Okay. Big show rolls on. <laughs> Good morning, got the big show on the radio coming up. We play our first rounds of Wordy Word for the week, and a winner gets a John Boy and Billy bucket filled with Liquid Performance Automotive Cleaning and Detailing Products. Of course, Liquid Performance is the world's highest quality full synthetic gasoline and diesel fuel additives available at all Napa Auto Parts stores. All right, doing customer six album released in 1993. Know our boy Hoyt right there on it. Hey, is this Hoyt? All my life, want to fight about it. <laughs> hey, Hoyt, John Moore and Billy here. Hey, how you doing, you <laughs> big old Andy-watching, NASCAR-talking, gimme-cap-wearing, radio networking pervert? Oh, just fine, Hoyt, and you? <laughs> no, <I> take it. <laughs> What's up with you and Delbert, man? Oh, you just assume when I say not too good, I'm talking about Delbert. Oh, is. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, many of them just got back from Daytona. Yeah, man, wasn't that great? Yeah, uh... Never come back with his hand all bandaged up. A little uh, race-related accident. Well, I didn't know you guys were working in the pits during the race this, this time. Uh, no, see, he got his hand slammed in the ice machine at the Holiday Inn <laughs> while we were down there. Oh, I see. <laughs> How was that race-related? Uh, this black fella is the one that slammed his hand in the door. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, Deborah can't get a break, can he? Yeah, they say the Lord takes care of fools and drunks. Uh-huh. Deborah went 0 for 2 on the weekend. <laughs> well, you guys have a good time down there? Yeah, we had a little trouble at this fancy restaurant we went to after the race. Uh-huh. We went up to the door there, and the feller says, you can't come into this restaurant without a tie. Uh-oh. Well, I had one of them clip-on jobs in the truck in the glove compartment. Yeah. I went back out and put it on Debert. Didn't bring one with it. In fact, Debert don't even own the tie. Is that right? That's right. Debert <laughs> says a monkey in a silk suit is still a monkey, uh-huh. and he ain't one to put on air. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so what did he do? Well, he went poking around in the trunk looking for something to wear. Uh-huh. All he could come up with was a set of jumper cables. <laughs> <laughs> jumper cables? Yeah. So, uh-huh. so Debert wraps these jumper cables around his neck, and we walk back up to the restaurant. Yeah. The looks at us and says, well, you're okay. What's your buddy got around his neck there? Uh-huh. I says, jumper cables. He says, well, okay, I'll let you come in, but don't start anything. Oh. <laughs> hey, listen, I got it on here. You going to see Google later on? Uh, yeah, I probably will. tell him? I said, duh. You know what you mean. Y'all keep them straight up there. All right. All right, Oh, yeah, the classic... <laughs> Don't start nothing. Ah, oh, God. Hi, right, Dan. Let's play Wordy Word. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. Making some noises, getting uh-huh. them out of the way, ready to do my words. 1-800-BIG-SHOW, you toll-free line. You can also click that on-air contest button when you go to thebigshow.com. Can't get through? Jackie, call you. Team up. Play next. <laughs> This is a big show on the radio. Monday morning, September 26th. 
Video of the day brought to you by the Bank of America Roval 400, Sunday, October 9th at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So you think you know how tides work? Well, you know for sure, amaze your family and friends. Look at us. Think you learned something here on the video of the day. I love this, man. Never, never before knew that. Okay, make that visit to thebigshow.com. And right now, let's do it. I went everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, the wordy word, and the wordy word, and the wordy word. Let's meet the contestants. Oh, we got a couple of co-workers going to go at it this morning. We got Tony and Tom. Tony out of Piedmont, South Carolina. Tom in Greenville, South Carolina. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Are you allowed to say where you work without getting in trouble? Yes, Industrial Incorporated, a conglomeration of uh, staffing companies. All right, nice, boys. We'll appreciate y'all listening to us. And now going to battle it out wordy word for everybody to hear, okay? All right. All right. Well, Tom, you were on Team Tater and Randy. Tony on the John Boy Miller side. So me and Tony will go for the first 30 seconds. All right. All right, Tony, you ready, buddy? Yes, sir. Oh, oh, a word that we've never used. Start the clock, start the clock. Oh, I just used it. I just look at that. Okay, now. Start the clock now. When somebody, like, moves from a place over time to another, or like ducks, you know, they blank from Canada, they blank to America. Migrate. Yes. Yes. All right, uh, this is a kind of fish that swims upstream. Salmon. Yes. All right. Oh, it just did that. A bell will make this noise. It'll blank. Or the Ring. the clock. A clock what? Will, will what? Will do this twelve times. Grandfather clock. It's a word about dinging, kind of like a ding, a ring. It's a. Uh, it's a what? Like that. Uh, I was trying to make the sound. <laughs> Very <laughs> lovely. Uh, oh wow! Oh, only a two on the board. All right. What does Pillars bring us a thesaurus with them to work? A thesaurus. <laughs> Whatever that book is, it has words in it. It might need up. one. Maybe you should borrow it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's hope Tom and Tater crap it up here, Tony. Crap it up. All right, Tom. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. And go. Fancy doorbells have one like that. Ging, ging, ah, ging, ging. What is ah. that? Yes. What is that? Yeah. Um, what is okay, this? This is the this is the tall pole <laughs> on a sailboat. The mast. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. You kids go out to play at the at this time of the day. It's called what? Reset. Yes. Uh, you go here and they have a bunch of of um, games video. to play. Video games to play. It's a, arcade. Uh, mm. uh, this is where you take uh, graham crackers. Marshmallow and chocolate and smoosh it together. More. Yep. More. All right. Well, yeah, Ted and Tom jumped on that and put a five on the board and take the lead by three. <laughs> sorry, we crap it up, Marshmallow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, Tony. Tom. All right, Tony and Billy, we need some points. Are you ready? Yes. And go. On a farm, a mule sometimes pulls one of these for the farmer. Hey, uh... Dig up wow. a garden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right. When you're having when you're watching a play in a theater, the play is being performed on a what? Stage. Stage. Yep. Well, let's see. You might have one of these in your garden, a little statue of a guy. It's a garden Ooh. gnome. Yeah. There you go. Rhymes with it. Wait, when you when your trip is over, you come back where? Home. Home. Yep, uh, you might Good work, boys. All right, put a four on a two, a six score. Oh, you know, doggone. I, just, I have to point this out to you. 
if you wouldn't do that, he would do better. If I wouldn't You're do what? You're putting pressure on him when you go, home, pow! <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry. I just get excited and yeah. I can't I shut mean, up. Okay you notice that over, we're over 40 years? I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're goodness. doing it right but, now. But, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thank you. I, will, I won't do that anymore. Yeah, you will. Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what happens in Tom and Randy. Still rhyming. You need one to tie, two to win. Ready, go. So you might want to use this when you shave. It's not shaving cream, but what it turns into on your face. Also, Double they, razor. Also, they use it to put out big fires like at the airport. Foam. Yep. Foam! All right, so this is a, wow. It also rhymes with it. Uh, oh, give me a home where the buffalo. There you go. There you go. win. There it is. You just set me up too perfect right now. Like I said, it's okay to do it to me. You're competing. Not only do we get beat, Randy sings at the end of it. You're welcome. Well, don't it, Tom, boys. We appreciate y'all playing with us. Glad y'all listened to us down the great state of South Carolina. So, Tom, you get the prize pack. Tony, you can try again anytime, buddy. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. All right, boys. Good game. Bye! Thank you. You've already said that and done it in the last five minutes. He's going to do it wrong and look at him. (laughs) Good morning, Big Show's on the radio. I was just discussing my... A uh, plan, a change of plan. You're pledged not Wordy to Wordy. yell out the thing anymore on Wordy Word. Yeah, you will. All right. Well, let's take our classic bit request of the morning. We got Michael Coates, and he says, time to hear an axe, Ike, for the classic bit. All right, Michael, you got it. Coming up next. Good morning, it's a big show on the radio, Classic Bear Request, every weekday morning, about this time, something you heard before, like to hear it again, that's what we do. Michael Coates says, it's about time to hear Axe for the Classic Bit Soul. Here we go. It's time to Axe Ike. Yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Ike, with all the 411 you need. For all your, what you call, uh, introspersonal relationship. <laughs> Dig this. Dear Ike, that's me. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mike. Today, I am writing you from Columbus, Mississippi. Where you gonna be tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> my problem is that I work with an individual who has very bad breath. I'm telling you, his breath is so bad, you'd swear his tongue farted. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Or maybe a couple of midgets tap danced on his tongue with crap on their shoes. Well, now that's funny. (laughs) Mike painting a little mental picture. Please help Mike. P.S. Could you give a shout-out to everyone here at Columbus Air Force Base? Yeah. Hey, everybody, Columbus Air Force Base. Is you happy now? Let me preach on it. Dear 
feel my I feel y'all pain. There ain't nothing worse than some mother grabber with skanky, funky booty breath. And, 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 and I bet he's good looking too. Or at least he thinks he's good looking. See, 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 now pretty boys. They think as long as they're pretty, nothing else matters. Tell you what, dude better be really good looking. Ugly dude can't get away with it. <laughs> ugly dude already got that big ugly strike against him. He ugly. Least he can do is have fresh breath. <laughs> see, 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 now, 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 ugly dude always got gum or pecomint or listromine or schnapps or something. You go up to any ugly dude and say, you got gum. Man, he'll whip out dentrine, lucy fruit, big red. He, he, he might even have a piece of bazooka on it. All I can say to you, Mike, is just be thankful he don't care any of the other funk retaliated disabilities that, that other people suffer from, my brother. He could suffer from pit cheese. It's that eyelash melting sour stank and comes from an allergy to taking a bath. <laughs> what do you think people thinking? You think people don't notice that? Or does you think they like that? If that smell was in demand, they'd make a cologne called Creeping Funkified Almond Goat Parfum. <laughs> and let's not forget the horrification of scents that rise from, shall we say, below the belt. I ain't even going there, my brother. Talk about biological weaponry. <laughs> When those funky particulatories seep into the deepness of your navel passages, that stank is going to be with you for about a week. I guess not everybody takes such magnificent care of their personality hygiene like that. And I can't even start talking about fences yet. Dudes who take off their shoes and it smell like they've been soaking their feet in wet Frito. Their feet has been stagging so long it has flat burned out all the uh, what's called oil factory senses in their head. So not only can he smell it, he thinks no one else can smell it either. Why does he want to do that to you, man? Ain't no sense in you smelling everything. My brother, there ain't no heaven someone likes that. My advice is to come out and tell his funky old self that he flat out stanky. If that don't help, hang your size 11 extra wide pine tree foot-shaped air freshener from his rear end mirror. This is Ike. Peace out. If you got questions, mail to Ask Ike. 801 Woodridge Center Drive, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28217. That one was for Patrick. <laughs> Good morning, it's Big Show on the radio here for a few more minutes. 
in the broadcast. Make room for the podcast up next in the John Boy Billy world at thebigshow.com. So our album two for the show from 1993, a double album that we released in. And we're looking back on Marvin Webster getting ready to play this cut about Jurassic Park. So I guess this movie had just come out then, around 92 and 93. Like that? Mm-hmm. That's about right. Man, we waited long enough. They just released the last one. Is that what they said? Wasn't was not y'all telling me I that? I think kind of the last one with the current group of people who is kind right. of the new people and the old people yeah. together. So, yeah. man, so Chris when this, Pratt and those guys. When this first one got, yeah, it's been a bunch of them since yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the very first one. So I like this, man. Step back in time to see what Marvin Webster was talking about. The very first, the original Jurassic Park. All right, roll that. Yo, what's up? How y'all doing? Say, all right, Mom. Hey, man, I was at the movie the other day. The coming attractions came on. Uh-huh. Help me out here. All right. Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> what's up with that? I mean, this guy Bernie is getting a lot of work for a dead guy, you know? Yeah. And 15 minutes into his last movie, he's dead. Uh-huh. Three years later, he's doing a sequel? <laughs> Y'all need to get his agent, you know? Yeah. I don't understand the plot of it either, but apparently these two dudes from the first movie, they take Bernie on vacation to the Bahamas or something. I mean, he's out there, he's dancing, he's picking up girls, he's parasailing. Bernie having a better vacation than me, and he's dead, you know? Now, have you seen how they get him now? When they get ready to go, they fold him up and stuff him in the suitcase. Yeah. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer could see this movie and go, man, this is sick. <laughs> And then the main feature started. I went to see Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. Hmm. Y'all seen that? Yeah. Scary movie, man. Uh-huh. Scary, especially if you're black. What? I mean, not that I expected that much from Steven Spielberg. I mean, a Steven Spielberg movie usually has about as many black people in it as your average episode of, say, the Andy Griffith show, you know? <laughs> and in Jurassic Park, there's a grand total of two brothers, and get this, both of them get eat up by dinosaurs. <laughs> now, the, the first brother gets it. They're still unloading the dinosaurs from the laboratory at the beginning of the movie, okay? That's not a good sign, you know? And the other one is one of my favorite actors, Samuel L. Jackson. He, he's got the big part. He plays the guy that's like the technical operations manager of Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. You know, he spends like three quarters of the movie locked in the control room smoking cigarettes, and he still ends up dead. <laughs> but hey, look, if you have a movie with monsters and black people in it, uh-huh. the brothers are going down. Everybody knows that, right? I mean, it's, it's always been that way. Even back on, remember Star Trek? It was always, it was just like that. Captain Kirk would say, get me a landing party together. And who would it be? It would be Kirk and Spark and Bones and some guy you never saw before, Lieutenant Mutombo. And guess who got turned into a sugar cube five minutes after they hit the planet, you know? Yeah, that's right. And a friend of mine said, well, Marvin, you know, you shouldn't be uh, so sensitive because, you know, Samuel L. Jackson in this movie, he's a black man playing the part of a highly skilled uh, technical operations manager type person. I said, yeah, a black man in charge. And what happens? One busload of people go through the park. The electric fences go out. All the dinosaurs get out. People start getting eaten. This is like 20 minutes into the movie. Now, when these survivors do escape and get back to the mainland, whose fault do you think this is going to be, you know? Well, you know, they had this black fellow running things. He may have been uh, in a little bit over his head, you know. And another thing, the, the Jurassic Park was supposed to have been a theme park for the whole family. You know, mom, dad, bring the kids, see the dinosaurs. So what I want to know is, 
who picked out these dinosaurs for this place? I mean, you got like the Tyrannosaurus Rex, 40 feet tall, real bad attitude, and just loves the taste of human flesh. <laughs> and you got the Velociraptor. This is like a vicious hunting dinosaur mm -hmm. with razor-sharp claws, and they're smart enough to program a VCR from the looks <laughs> of this movie. And my personal favorite, the Dilophosaur. This is the one that can run 60 miles an hour and hocks poison loogies at you from 40 yards away. Now, don't that just have family fun written all over Oh, but it's okay. I know it's a scary movie, but it's okay because Spielberg says it's not aimed at kids. Yeah. Yeah, right. I can't go in McDonald's without tripping over this big dinosaur Happy Meal display they got over there. I take my nephew to Toys R Us. They got Jurassic Park T-shirts and Jurassic Park action figures, Jurassic Park coloring books, Jurassic Park under rules. Oh, but the movie's not aimed at kids. No. That's right. It's aimed at their parents' wallet is what it's aimed at. Oh, but here's the best part. Spielberg has got this phone number. Have you seen this? 1-800-DINO-COP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. If you see anybody yeah. selling bootleg Jurassic Park souvenirs, supposed you're it. supposed to call this number and turn them in yeah. for free. Yeah. Hello? What's up with that? You know, they're working on a real tight budget over there at Spielberg yeah. Productions. The movie only brought in $900 million last week. For goodness sake. Expect me to be the souvenir police. I already paid my seven bucks, okay? I figure my commitment to you is pretty much over, Steve. Yeah, next time I rent E.T., could you get Steven to call me at home and remind me when it's due back at Blockbuster yeah. so I don't get a late charge? Y'all yeah. think about it. I'm Bob Webster. Let's get it, Betbox is here. Download your favorite Big Show bits, 99 cents each, 15 for 9.99. Buy them once, play them anywhere. Find your faves at thebigshow.com. Then there's John Boy and Billy's Southern Sweet Tea, y'all, in regular lemonade and strawberry and watermelon lemonade flavors. You can stock up right now at Food Lion or your favorite store. Order JBB stuff by phone, 800 471 Stuff. Online services by enemy.com. Hi, uh, y'all. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll be back at it on tomorrow. We love you, and we mean it. No! no! <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.